with one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, Next Generation Baltimore Sports Talk. I am your endearly Southern host, Matt Soroka. As always, I'm joined by a guy who looking awkward now because he deleted all his Twitter accounts thinking it was going away, the button lover, Josh Soroka. <laughs> what was that? Um, yeah, I guess Twitter's not dead. I apologize for that. Yeah. Had to remember all those passwords again to get back in. Hey, listen, people, people on Twitter also like I'm not going to go follow you on Instagram. I'm sorry. That's not why I use Instagram. Wait, wait, if Jeff, is that what people were saying? Josh, if Jeff Passon, you know, Jeff Passon, if he, yeah. he doesn't even tweet anymore, he just tweets links to his Instagram. He's trying to move the whole thing over to Instagram. And I saw a lot of people sharing like but if Twitter you, goes down. Here's my Instagram. But Jeff, Jeff, if you could function on Instagram without Twitter. Then you wouldn't be sharing those Instagram links on Twitter. I know he's trying to fix that, but yeah. I still it's what what's he gonna do? Write in his notes app and take screenshots of whatever he wants to say? Yeah, it's just a different platform. And and that's why it's, it's for pictures. Yeah. And and you know, and I feel like I don't even like talking well, about it. Like I don't, I didn't tell I, anyone that I think Twitter's not gonna die, because even like it just we live in such a crazy world today where even saying Twitter's not gonna die. Like it somehow points to my political viewpoint, or and I do it too. Like okay, when I, you're a Trump guy. I see. When I know, like when I when I clearly anyone knows me, know I'm quite the opposite. But even <laughs> but I do the same thing. Where I, if I see someone saying, you know, there was a lot of people saying goodbye on Twitter. In my head, I was like liberal. I was doing the same thing. I was like, stop that, Matt. Stop that. It doesn't mean anything. They're just saying goodbye oh. on Twitter. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. No, but you're right. No, I didn't. Yeah, I went. Oh. You're crazy. You think one person can control, screw up a whole thing. Yeah, and even if Twitter goes down, okay, it might, if you run out, if you know, whatever, it might go down for a day. But Twitter just will no longer exist. Like Twitter.com will forever go away. Uh, And and Elon Musk has wasted uh, You know what that means? We're going to have to all go to, um, what's it, Parler? And what's the one Trump's on? Uh, Truth Social. Truth Social, yeah. So Twitter goes away. So what? Everyone goes to, like, the concept, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's like if saying like, oh, YouTube goes away, so no one's going to put videos on the internet anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, I know it's been, it's been, and, and for, Plus, for me, Twitter, I use Twitter differently than I, than I used to. Like, it's nice. Like we got some friends on Twitter. Like I get all that. It's nice to have an order community on Twitter. Um, but I don't, I don't need Twitter. No, no, it's, 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 uh, I use Twitter for news and for sports. Talk. Yeah, I do it more for news now and well for sports news. Yeah. And for, and for and some to promote takes Birdland sports shirts that are 20% off this week for Thanksgiving. There you go. The entire site. And if Twitter, for some reason does go down, you can still follow us on TikTok and Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> exactly. And that's the thing. Like, all right, Jeff, as a journalist, who cares? Don't fight. Like you stay in your lane. Who cares if Twitter goes away? Who cares who owns Twitter? Do your thing, and it's got no influence. It doesn't matter. Yeah. 
Yeah, and listen, like, I like I like Jeff's stuff too. And if like Twitter didn't exist anymore, I would no, like find another platform and follow Jeff. Sure, like I would. Yeah, uh, and instead Twitter, he should say, "Hey guys, I'm doing some cool stuff over on TikTok. Come, like I'm glad you follow me on Twitter, but hey, check out where I'm doing something different on TikTok. Yeah, not here's uh here's screenshots that I were gonna tweet, but Elon Musk owns that. So now I'm gonna put them on Instagram. But it was to the point Mark Zuckerberg's a good republic a good Democrat. And, and and I don't know if he's still doing this, but it was to the point where like he was doing this for at least a week. He would tweet last time we got into political talk, we got we got in trouble. He would tweet the link to the point where it would be like a teaser. Like you can't find out the news unless I click on the link. So you would just look at the first comment and the first person would obviously say, hey, you don't need to bother clicking the link. Here's what he says. Here's the breaking news or whatever. It was just, it's just, it's just funny. Um, but, but, but no, I, I'm sorry. It's my fault for opening up with that. It's just Twitter's been such a weird place lately. Um, so I, I, saw on, uh, I saw on Twitter that there's talk of bringing masks back. And there's nothing we like on 336 is mask talk. Yeah. Yeah, we've had enough of that oh. mask talk. All right, let's see. Um, I'm looking at Jeff Passan. It looks like he is back on Twitter. Okay, but do you see the ones where he linked to the Instagram? Or may- maybe that's too far ago. He no, yeah. Um, I don't see any. I mean, that I was just for his Instagram articles, I think, and breaking news. It's all right. I think it was CBS or ABC News that said, we're done with Twitter. We're reevaluating. And then the next day they were back. Yeah, what? what? So and, and, it's, and, it's funny to see people jump well and no platform is about issues you know i i'm oh we we have the same thing in in birdland it's the same type of thing as the people who say oh the orioles did not sign carlos correa that's it i'm done lifetime oriole fan i'm done with the orioles yeah it's the same exact thing yeah or didn't uh pursue shoyotani like dave zimanoski said um yeah all right, well, we got some Orioles talk to get to. Um, really? No, not really. There's some that exist? It's it's Thanksgiving week. No, not really. Yeah, and this, We can be and, thankful for the fun year. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what happens first. Twitter goes under or the Orioles sign somebody, but it could be a while for both because right. kind of no we action do. happening right now. Winter meetings are next week, two weeks, right? December 4th. Yeah, so yeah. So we're coming up on that. Yeah, so I think things will start to pick up. At least rumors will start to pick up then. Aaron Judge is in San Francisco now, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah, picture I saw a picture of him in in, in San Francisco. So, That'll be yeah. a good fit. Never, I think it's a good fit as far away from us as possible. I like that. When when do we get to see like pictures of people in Baltimore? Like I I've, I've never seen like uh you know, we've never been the hot ticket item where it's like, "Oh, uh Aaron Judge is coming to Baltimore. Let's scope out at BWI." We haven't had that for anyone. Is there a chance we get that this year? Or do we just not roll out the red carpet for guys? Yeah, I mean, Mike Elias seems to be the kind of guy who like flies someone in in the dead of night, um, right? Right, and not publicize it. So, like, I, I like we've seen it for like Ravens, where we've seen Ravens rumors about Ravens and different guys being in, or when Ray Lewis went to Dallas to get wooed by them and stuff. We've seen it in football. We haven't seen it like, at least with Baltimore baseball. Yeah. No. No. It's, it's true. And and. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we ever will. Um, no. So, and even like even now, I'm skeptical. I don't know. Again, we've talked about this before. I don't know who we're. Are we really trying to woo Carlos Correa? I don't know. Or are we going to woo, you know, Gene Segura instead? Like, are we wooing the top guy, or are we wooing the the guy kind of next in line? Right. I, right. And you got Michael Elias has to let us know because if we're not going after Carlos Correa, that's fine. But I just need to understand that so I can start to push the narrative of why I don't want Carlos Correa. Yeah, and I feel like – and he was taking a lot of heat. And I, But there was a, a Utah Street Report article today about how the Orioles should not sign the top guys but should trade for the top pitching arms and kind of go to the next level, which felt like yeah. like a Michael Elias burner account if Michael Elias felt like he couldn't sign the top guys. Like this is right. – the argument was starting to be made – well, probably it's a good thing that we don't sign the best players available, and here's like, why: no one has any move, made moves this off season yet. Like, there's been no one taken off the board, yeah. but because Michael Elias has not signed people yet, you're seeing that definitely online where people are starting to say, "Hey, maybe the Orioles don't want the top people." Yeah, 
Maybe we just want the middle people. We, in fact, I want the middle people. Yeah, and 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 I, I, what I hate too is there's this false dichotomy where people are like, "Well, I don't want to sign a player for her three hundred million dollar contract." And somewhere in that thought process, yeah. they're going to mention Chris Davis's name as well. Chris, but, no, exactly, Chris <laughs> Davis. But but like maybe it's possible. Maybe it's possible that some twins. Sometimes those contracts work out. Well, I mean, just like a you know Bryce Harper with uh, with with the Phillies. Um, you look at you know Max Scherzer with the Nats when he was there. Th- those are deals that won World Series for those. Two, well, got to the World Series and won World Series in, in in the Nats case. But also, like you don't have to do ten years through three hundred million. I mean, just last year the, the Twins get, did a one year deal with Carlos Correa with an opt out. Like you can do a right. two or three year. Now, will he have to pay more money? To do a two or three year deal, yes, you have to pay more money. Do the Orioles have extra money to spend this offseason? Yeah. yeah, they do. So it yeah. doesn't have to be a ten year deal. You can pay more up front and do a you know a three or four or five year deal with some player opt outs um, that could work for the Orioles and make sense too. And actually, I think the shorter contracts, like a lot of people arguing, make sense yeah. because you have so much in the farm system. Yeah, but I don't want Correa because we've got Gunnar Henderson and we've got. Um, Holiday, Holiday will be there in, in three Holiday's years. going to be here. In three years will be there. So why would we sign Carlos um, Correa? Westberg, we don't want these. Ortiz, we don't want yeah. Correa. Yeah. yeah, this makes no sense. Mateo, Mateo had an outstanding year. We can't, we can't bring Correa. Yeah, we don't want. I don't want Correa. Yeah, I don't want to also short stuff in my team. <laughs> Just getting out there. Yeah. Just want to make sure we have the right stuff out there to go back whenever the Orioles make an announcement. Either way, that we can say, hey, yeah, we, that's what we said. Yeah, that's what we want. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, we'll, we'll we'll we will see we'll see how this goes, but I don't expect any action. Yeah, this week, though, Michael Elias says he's you know busy on the phone. Um, I don't expect any action this week, but hopefully, when a meeting something. Will, I mean, I feel like across baseball, this has been a slow off season, and you can't blame yes. it on what the ML the whatever they called it the the negotiations. You know, the MLB negotiations. You can't blame it on that. This is just. A slow moving all season so far. Yeah. Um, I believe it was the athletic today that said that a dark horse for DeGrom would be the Orioles. Yeah. I don't so, what does that mean, dark I mean, horse? I don't know what that means. I don't know. I think it means like, hey, uh, the Orioles could use it's like I think it's every reporter being like, you know what? No one's mentioned the Orioles with DeGrom. I'll mention the Orioles with DeGrom. So again, whenever this stuff happens, people can say I was right. Huh. And Mike Elias said he was going, he was trying to sign a top of the rotation arm. So yeah. good on and you DeGrom for thinking that. that maybe DeGrom is a top of the rotation arm. Like Mike Elias is not, I, mean, I don't think he's trying to be a dark horse. He's telling everyone in baseball, we want to sign a top of the rotation arm. And whether that's DeGrom or Rondon or someone else, or, you know, he's, he's going to try to sign a top of the rotation arm. And I guess it's a dark horse because the Orioles never haven't signed anybody for the past few years, haven't signed anyone with Mike Elias at the helm right. of significance. So I guess that makes you a dark horse. Um, I'm just rooting for no. You remember a few years ago the Dexter Fowler situation where Dexter Fowler signed with the Orioles, reported yeah, and, then, and then and then two days later right. he was seen in Chicago <laughs> right. and signed with the Cubs. Uh, yeah. I, don't I don't know if we ever situation. got the true story about that. Yeah, I don't know if we did. That, that sounds like uh, San Dingman. Can you do another podcast about that? About right. Dexter Fowler we'll uh, signing with the Orioles, but ending up on the Cubs. How that worked? Um, yeah. So again, no, no real news because we still are just in a waiting game. Yeah. So and we'll wait and see. Yeah, I went to the Google machine and I typed in yeah. Orioles news like I always do before the podcast, as you know, uh, just to make sure uh-huh. I didn't miss any recent stuff. Um, and and the 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 first or the second um, result was from MLB.com. And the title okay. is "In Wake of Hurricane uh, Ian, O's Minor Leaguer Gives Back in Florida," and a really nice article on MLB.com about Bronovich, about Kyle Bronovich, and his support um, uh, in working in Sarasota, um, helping people um, uh, victims of Hurricane Ian. So a really nice story about Kyle Bronovich, who's not a big name guy; he's not making millions of dollars, some minor league guy giving back to the community that he grew up in. So that, that's cool to see. That's cool. That's real cool. And I'll just throw this out there too. You know, it talks about him 
um, giving out turkeys now with Thanksgiving and food bank drive and also mentions, you know, they had this big event in Sarasota at, at the at the Orioles complex. And there were uh, another minor leaguer player was there to help Jacob Teeter, who I first met at a Aberdeen Ironbirds game where and he stuck out to me because he was the only guy who stayed the entire time to sign every fan's autograph until the last fan was there. And I chatted him for uh, I chatted with him a little bit about that. So just he just seems like Jacob Te- Teeter seems like a just a swell dude, and former major leaguer Brian Roberts was also there helping out. So good for those guys. All right, I didn't know Brian Roberts was a uh, was a Florida boy. Maybe oh, maybe he's what, is he working for the Orioles down in Sarasota? It says he's oh. listed in the article as community ambassador and former big leaguer. I don't know what a community is. A commu- is that like Sar- like Sarasota's version of the? Uh, you know when they drag out Joe Orsalak to the to Camden Yards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that that's what it is. Um, I hope Brian Roberts makes more than Joe Orsalak does, but I don't know. But yeah, he's listed as community community. Uh, what did I say? A community. I just um, Com- community organizer, ambassador, ambassador, yeah, ambassador. All right. So that's a good story about Kyle Branovich. So I'm all of a sudden now more of a fan of him. Um, other things that popped up in my search results, Josh, you'll like this. This is from um, four minutes ago. All right. Four minutes ago, Orioles news. You got breaking news? I need an old breaking news button over here. Um, this is from um, Fansided, right, who we have a partnership with. Fansided. Yeah. Yeah. Fansided. Bird, bird, Bird's Watcher. Yeah. So, right. Bird's Watcher is the local affiliate. Yep. Yep. So on Bird's Watcher, there's this article um, by Ben Schneider saying Orioles fan trade proposal backing up truck for Otani, and they list a couple. That's my role. I know. I that's, thought you would like I've been this. Saying. A couple of trade proposals um, for Otani. Now, who wrote this? Why didn't you, Why didn't you call me? Yeah, we should get. I could have We. You should get Ben Schneider on the call here. You guys can have your own little separate love fest over Otani and trade proposal talk. So hit. Right. There's two trade proposals here. What? Ben, yeah, let's get you on the podcast next week, Ben. Right. You and I are going to talk next week, uh, Otani. Okay. And then after that, I never want to mention the name of Otani again. Um, ben, if you would have posted this 10 minutes ago, we could have had you on tonight. Yeah. Well, he actually, he posted an article about the trade proposal a month ago, uh, but the possible trade proposal. And then now, I guess, you know, content or whatever. He's just there's uh-huh. uh, some kind of fan feedback he's posting here. Content is that kind of like me texting you this afternoon? Hey, what are we gonna talk about tonight? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, and I got some notes here. If we how for depending how off track and deep we get here, I got some notes here. Um, but um, that we we can go way off the rabbit trail if you want. But um, the, his trade proposal was DL Hall, Joey Ortiz, Jordan Westberg, and Max Wagner. Um, this guy wants to go kind of all in. Um, the articles about Otani, Josh, t- t- tell me if you would do this move. Uh, Orioles get Otani. The Angels get Jackson Holiday, Colton Kowser, DL Hall, Roman Urias, Kobe Mayo, Kyle Bradish. Are you? Yeah. Are you pulling the string? Holiday's a tough one. A holiday is a tough one in that mix. But there's going to have you know to get a guy like Otani, something's got to sting. So uh, yeah, I'm all in. All right. See, the- I want I want the guy now instead of the future. Yeah, uh, the, anything can happen. We've seen so many guys that we get excited for, and then they come up to the majors and aren't aren't anything. And I know everyone says Holiday's got it all, but we've seen that before. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know what you get with Otani. Um, it's true. It's it's true. I mean, the one that hurts for me too with with trading DL Hall. I just think he has such great potential. I hate to do that too, but um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's a pipe dream, but it's fun to throw out those. Scenarios. Um, other things on Orioles uh, news recently. Um, Josh JJ Hardy is on the, yeah, Hall, the Hall of Fame, Fame ballot. Yeah, he's not going to make it, but it's still cool to see him on. Hater. There. Okay, if I had a vote, I mean, I would do you vote think he Yeah, of course you would, because <laughs> you're an Orioles fan, and I think he's had an awesome baseball career. I don't think of him as a Hall of Famer. Be- Do you really think of him because as a Hall of Famer? You don't think of him Hall of Famer because of his personality. Well, he was just he was quieter. Well, just kind of did his job. Um, he didn't. It wasn't a showboat about it. So all of a sudden, he's not a Hall of Famer. Um, I mean, name some Hall of Fame shortstops. Okay, 
Uh, you want to go Derek right. Jeter? Al, uh, <laughs> Derek Jeter, Cal Ripken Jr. Um, Ozzy Smith. Ozzy Smith. <laughs> There's others. I mean, um, let's see. I mean, um, do do I mean? I, I guess there's a couple of different do, ways. Do you put J, do you put JJ Hardy in that mix? Do do I put him in the list with I mean Barry Larkin and and Cal Ripken and Ozzy Smith? Josh, obviously no. But he's an Orioles Hall of Famer, isn't he? He's definitely an Orioles Hall of, Hall of Famer. Right. And there's, I don't know. It's nice to be on the ballot. I, mean, I would be honored just to be on the ballot. I feel I would feel good about that. Yeah, and I think JJ Hardy would be too. Yeah, just to be thought of. Yeah, that that he's been out of baseball for what five six years, and he wasn't forgotten. Yeah, no, and he, he, had, he had a nice year. he had a nice career, right? He is like he is the definition I feel like of it's the Hall of Fame, not the Hall of Very Good, because he was a very good player for for a long time. Um, was with the Orioles for what six seven years? I, I mean, he just he put up. Not huge offensive numbers, right? But he was always steady, steady defensively. Um, had a couple of no, I, years in the twenties, but you know, not a big offensive production guy. But great defensively. Yeah, old reliable. I have no nothing bad to say about about JJ. Hardy. You just said he's not a Hall of Famer. I feel like that's kind of a but he's not a Hall of Famer. That's not a bad thing. Well, it's, I feel like it's it's if you were a Hall of Famer. That would be better than a non Hall of Famer. So I feel like you're kind of not. <laughs> yeah, gonna... but, but saying if I go and say Matt, you're not a Hall of Famer. That's not saying something bad about it's, you. No, it's... You're really, really good. You're not the best to play the game. We let too. But I'm also in the school of we let too many people in the Hall of Fame. And at the same time, there's people that should be in the Hall of Fame that we have not let in the Hall of Fame. Oh, so there's too many the veterans but not committee. Okay. Do you, Do you think the veterans committee is going to let some steroid guys in? Because um, I think it's time. You think it's time? I, I mean, I, I'll still stick with what I've always said. I don't care. Okay. Do you care? Well, <laughs> speaking of guys blocked from the Hall of Fame, and uh, I'll transition that to news in Baltimore this week is uh, sports gambling became legal. What, yesterday? Today? Uh, yeah. No, no. Yeah, I think it was. I thought it was earlier this week, but but, may, but maybe it was today. Yeah, I don't know. It was this week, I thought. But yeah. um, does that excite you? Like, if you were still living in Maryland, is that something you'd be excited about? Uh, um, no, no, no. It's not. It's not. I, I hate gambling. <laughs> you just, I just, it's just nothing to lose oh. my money. No. Oh, it's it's November, and you already lost all your football money. Yeah, I was counting on. I had all my money in a Adley Rutschman Rookie of the Year thing, and he got second. I get you get butt kiss for second. Um, so I lost all my money on that. And 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 so no, I, I I mean gambling okay. does not make anybody money. I don't know if you guys realize this, but even if you think you're winning, it's just a matter of time before you right. lose it. So the house always wins. The house always wins. Yeah. So yeah. so no, this is bad news for everybody. Even for those people who think it's good news, it's just making you a little more broke. So no, it's terrible news. I'm sorry for everyone in oh, Maryland. That's thankfully I'm in Georgia where it's still illegal. So no, you got you got to treat gambling like I treat it. It's just an expensive hobby. It's not. I don't play gambling to win. It's just a hobby. Yeah. It's just like putting down five bucks to watch an on-demand movie. It's a waste of money. That's not the same thing it. at all. Because you're going to watch the game either way. It's not like that gives you access to the game. A better, no, but a it better metaphor a little, it is little, take it to the toilet and and hit the flush button. That's a no, better. No, 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 no. A better metaphor would be flushed down. No, it's like watching the football game and ordering DoorDash. It's like, yeah, I could just watch the game. But now I'm going to watch it with this delicious meal. Okay. Well, that that I'm either that I'm going to enjoy and it's going to make the game more exciting. Now, when the game's over, I'm going to either fall asleep nice and relaxed because I had this wonderful meal, or the meal made me sick and I'm in the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess I guess then that's where. But it made the game more exciting. Yeah, and and maybe it does for you. Like for me, when I win, there's no enjoyment. There's just kind of a little bit of relief that I didn't lose. And when I lose, it's very upsetting. So I feel like oh, no. there is, it's not enjoy The whole experience to me is when, not enjoyable at all. It just gives me anxiety. Even, it doesn't even matter. Like I'm not, we're not even talking about, I'm not betting $500, like $5 on a game. I have anxiety yeah. over the whole, whole evening and I can't sleep if I lose. And I'm just relieved, not even happy if I win. But the whole time I'm knowing is just till next yeah. week when I do in fact lose it all. 
Yeah, and you're right. You are right about the when I win. When the, I win, it's not like, hey, let's go out and celebrate. I won. It's no, I got money. I can now bet next week. And yeah, it's just a matter of yeah, I won four dollars that I will lose next I, week. I, yeah. Right. Oh, I now got right. I doubled my money in my account. I can now stress over the same stuff at the four o'clock game that I stressed the out yeah. in the one o'clock yeah. game. There was a window of like six months where I thought gambling was cool. I'm done with it. I hate it. <laughs> when you were doing ban well, it yeah. all, ban it all. I think if you bet what a hundred bucks on every single Oriole game, you ended up winning a few thousand yeah. by the end of the year. Yeah. So once in a while, it works out. Well, I mean, I made a good bit of money betting the over with the Orioles uh, and, and the and the win mm-hmm. total. But again, it's just I just lose it all with the Ravens. So what's the point? <laughs> The Ravens and and their seven points. Yeah, well, the Ravens are easy, a little bit easier to bet. Like I would never bet yesterday's game because every every game is. I don't know what was the total. Actually, what was it? It was a ten point game, I think. Right. Yeah. But they were thirteen point favorites. But like I, oh, I, I never bet. I never bet with the Ravens because they always make and I. I never bet the plus minus. I never bet the spread. Oh, you don't bet the spread. You just bet winners. No, for the Ravens, I just bet winners. Yeah. Because it's ridiculous. Because the spread will be three, and the Ravens will win by two. Yeah, yeah, they're always all the time. They're always doing that close, crap. Yeah. Um. Couple other Oriole news here. They, uh, I don't know, what's the list of players here? Um, <laughs> the uh, non-tenders. The there was, you know, they were offered all of the available arbitration guys were offered contracts. Um. So this includes, let's see, this includes, I'm just trying to remember them. Help me out here. Um, there was six. There was Voth. There was Santander. There was Mullins. Um, all the guys. I'm missing someone. Um, there was, I think, Tate's on that list. I guess John Means is on that list. Um, so anyway, all the non-tender guys, as expected, were offered contracts um, right. Or were tendered contracts, um, all the arbitration eligible players. So no one was released, and I think that's expected. There, they talk that maybe Austin Voth because he's set to make two million dollars. Can you make two million dollars as a long reliever if the Orioles move him to the bullpen next year? Um, but I think unsurprisingly, um, everyone was tendered a contract. Yeah. No surprise. I mean, now no one was signed, and we'll see if someone signs. I forget. I don't know when the arbitration hearings are. I think they're in, um, I don't know when they are, December, January. Um, so they have till then to work out a deal or they go to the whole arbitration hearing process. Right, right. So, but, and that's where, that, yeah, John Means arbitration is going to be weird because he didn't really pitch much, but we all know he's going to be outstanding. Yeah, and like, I think most of those players are coming off Pretty, pretty good years. Pretty good years. Yeah, every, um, everyone. Yeah. I mean, Mullins a little bit down, but but still, uh, pr- pretty good years. Oh, and the guys I the guy one guy I forgot to mention is as Austin Hayes and Jorge Mateo. Um, the the those two, and so yeah, I think they'll all get pretty nice raises. Um, and that's gonna be. I mean, people talk about our salary increase, and hey, listen, I mean, both going from less than a million to, to two million. I think Santander is set to make somewhere in the over seven million dollars this year. Um, yeah, so I, I just think I think Mullins is set to make something like four million. So a lot of the increase in salary is inevitable with the um, with the arbitration stuff and just making money. Right. Though I and I, I just point out here too. I, I think the surprising thing is there's no surprising stuff here that we offered them all contracts. What may be surprising is going into last year, if you would say that Mateo would be offered another contract, I might be surprised. Austin yeah. Voth, he was literally cut by the Nationals. Right. And here and we are willing to pay him $2 million to, to yeah. keep him. Um, I mean, that says something. I think that's surprising. But but after the season he's had, it's it's not surprising that we would offer all these guys. And there's just six, which is not a lot. There's there's six guys, which means six guys would be getting huge pay, pay raises, which means everybody else will still be making nothing. Um, we'll just have to get big big pay raises to these six players. Okay, no problem because big pay raises to these six players is not big pay raises in baseball. The Venture X card from Capital One gives you premium travel benefits, perfect for seeing Taylor Swift the Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights. 
and 10 times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Download Upside and start getting cash back wherever you roll. It's like having your own hype man. Get an average of 17% cash back at restaurants. Oh, it's dinner time. Average of 13% on groceries. Get those groceries. 10 cents per gallon average cash back on gas. It's go time. Plus, cash back at participating convenience stores too. Stacks on stacks. Users can earn hundreds of dollars a year, three times more than other apps. Upside, show me that money. All right, we get it. Get it. It's easy. Just sign up for the free Upside app and start getting cash back for doing you. Download the free Upside app and use promo code DOYOU10 for an extra $10 cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's promo code DOYOU10 for an extra $10 on the free Upside app. Get cash back for doing you with the free app from Upside. Right. No one's even making, we're not even talking 10 million. Like all these guys are under $10 million. Yes. Yeah, um, exactly. So, yeah, pay, payroll rise. Don't worry, Angelos. Don't worry, John. Yep. John Angelos. Pay, payroll, you, you'll still be at the bottom of the league in payroll. Did you see that their, um, that Baseball America today updated their prospect list? Yes, I was going to get to that. So, oh, okay. I, all right. I didn't show your show notes and I just pulled up the Orioles' top 10. So that's what. Oh, I don't have their top 10. I was actually more interested in because they also published two interesting pieces of information. Um, okay. I saw floating around the, the Twitterverse, the projected 2026 lineup for the Orioles. I've got that in front of me. And then yep. kind of the best tools. And there were I've got, a couple oh, best tools was, that surprised was, me. I, me too. That's why I was hoping to quiz you with the best tools. But I guess oh, we I both have it in. Yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, top 10. Uh, number one, Gunnar Henderson. Okay. P- pretty obvious. Number two, Grayson Rodriguez. Yes. Pretty obvious. Yeah. Is it obvious that Grayson's uh, number two to, to Gunner? Is that an obvious, like, everyone agrees on that? Uh, you mean versus one versus, yeah, because Gunner's already proved himself in the majors. Did he? What, what for a month? Two months. All right. He played well at majors? Yeah. All right. Um, number three is, three surprised me, Jackson Holiday. Yeah. Like, he surprised me to see him kind of debut up there so high. Talk about who's done nothing so far, yeah. Right, exactly. Uh, Colton Kowser, number four. Yeah. Number five, D.L. Hall. Jordan Westberg, Connor Norby, Joey Ortiz, Kyle Stowers, and Kobe Mayo wraps up your 10. Okay. All good. All guys that were expected to actually do things. So it's, it's exciting. Yeah, a lot of position players. And all, guys, and all guys that you see in that 2026 projected lineup. Oh, is that true? Yeah. Oh, I guess it is true. Yeah, you got that lineup in front of you? I do. I do. Um, this is not based. I mean, this is more. I, I don't think this is not the actual this lineup is, construction for the players. Um, but catcher. Yeah, no. This is this is this is players, not a lineup. Even though they call it lineup, and this is assuming we do not get win the Otani trade, right? And, and assuming that the Angeles brothers um, stay cheap and don't sign any free agents over the next three yeah. years. <laughs> right, right, right. And and when we say the projected lineup for the Baltimore Orioles, we are assuming that they don't move to Nashville. Yes. Yeah. Or it'd be the Nashville Orioles, unless they choose to change their name Correct. or change their mascot to the Nashville, I don't know, Bandits or whatever. Sound. Honky Tonks. Not the minor league team. Oh, sound. sound. Okay. Um, no catcher, Adley Rutschman, which makes sense. First base, Ryan Mountcastle. Somehow he survived the 2026 lineup. <laughs> that, Good for him. that was one of the surprises to me for the lineup. Yeah, is that Ryan Mountcastle was still there. Second base, Jordan Westberg. I was going to go with Richie Martin, so good for Jordan Westberg. Third base, Gunnar Henderson. Shortstop, Jackson Halliday. Yep. Um, who in 2026 will be 22 years old. Huh. Uh, left field, Cedric Mullins. He gets the old man treatment. 
You can't handle center field anymore. Let's shift you over in the left field. Yep. Center field, Kyle. Adam, Adam Jones didn't handle that well. Hopefully, Cedric can handle it a little better. Yep. Uh, center field, Colton Kowser. Uh, right field, Kyle Stowers. Um, that one, I'll just say, you know, you got to get that one past Hyde first because Hyder does not want to play Kyle Stowers. Uh, so I don't know how he's going to start Kyle Stowers. Well, right I think the goal is if four more seasons. If four more seasons, then maybe he'll hurt some playing time. Um, yeah. Also, shots fired at uh, Ryan McKenna for not being in this, in this lineup. Uh, designated hitter, Kobe Mayo. Yeah, why is Kobe Mayo the DH? Well, I, Can you explain that to me? Well, he should be the third baseman in his only position, but you're gonna are you going to bench Gunnar Henderson or put Gunnar Henderson at his DH? Okay, so you're just saying we're, we're too crowded. Can't, so really, hey, Mayo, you might want to learn first base. Yeah, I mean. I, Go after Ryan. Yeah, or or a, a, a right field. Take Kyle Stowers' spot. I think that's possible. <laughs> right, right, right. Because manager Hyde doesn't like Stowers. Yeah. You can get that right field. Um, pitching, Grayson Rodriguez as your ace. John Means. They have John Means still kicking around. Twenty twenty six. Uh, that'd be nice to see. They do. Uh, D. D. L. Hall as a number three starter. Yep. I'd like for that to happen. Kyle Bradish and then D. Kramer. Yeah. You know. You know what I find weird about this twenty twenty six lineup? Oh, weird. What? Well, yeah, it's all weird. But the fact that, like, being like, all right, guys, if, if this, so you look at this lineup and you say, oh, that's an outstanding lineup. I'll take that rotation. Yeah. Why would I sign anyone this offseason? Just hold up till 2026. It's all our own players. Yeah, exactly. Like, this, that's, that's the argument people will make to say, don't do anything. Instead of saying, look at all this, these trade prospects we have. Yeah. Or, like, instead, like, you can have even better players. Like, you can add depth. In case it right. just happens, like, or in case a player doesn't work out. All right, look, I like Ryan Mountcastle. I don't know if a 29-year-old Ryan Mountcastle is going to be the best first baseman we can get on this team. Yeah. Um, And that's true for these pitchers, too. Um, right. I mean, somehow we're running Austin Hayes out of here. Yeah. So, Josh, for, for best tools, they have a list of best yeah. tools, and like best, best hitter for average, power hitter, Strength yeah. the fastest, athlete, best fastball, all these things. Mm-hmm. Um, which ones, if any, kind of surprise you the most on this list? The strike zone discipline of Jackson Holiday. Yeah. Because, again, we've what, seen nothing from this data, guy. Are you drawing that from his high school games? He was really good. Right, exactly. And, I want to see Jackson Holiday against real pitching before I say he's got good strike zone discipline. Because I know Adley's got good strike zone discipline. Gunner, I thought, had good strike zone discipline. Don't tell me that Jackson Holiday, the high school kid, has the best strike zone discipline in this. That's list. a little bit, I know, that's a little bit hard to believe. I don't know if that's like saying that no one on this team has good strike zone discipline. So we'll just put a guy who's, who's straight out of high school. We'll put the kid. Right. His, yeah. But I mean, that's also something I feel like that's, that's really high praise because I assume, you know, I mean, this is a legit website, Baseball America, who does their homework. So, yeah. I mean, I assume that they really think he has great strikes and discipline, which I think is great because I, that's one of the things that becomes pretty hard to teach. Just ask Ryan Mountcastle. Um, it's just a hard thing to teach. So right. that he already has that is kind of one less thing to worry about. So that, that's great. Yeah. You know, the other interesting thing from that lineup real quick, I was just looking it up, is this is the 2026 lineup. John Means is a free agent in 2024, and Cedric Mullins a free agent in 2025. Right. So we've extended those guys. Yeah, we've we've re-signed them and convinced them to stay in Baltimore. Yeah. So, uh, any what surprised you in this best tools category? Uh, the one that there's a couple that surprised me. The the All one right. that surprised me the most was um, best power hitter. Yeah, I I didn't because because. That's one where I said I saw that and I said, "Hey, um, maybe someone needs to tell manager Hyde." Yeah, because Kyle Stowers is listed as the best power hitter, um, and I don't know who I would like. I the guy that comes immediately to mind is Kobe Mayo, as kind of the kind of the best just power hitting tool is Co- Kobe Mayo. But then Connor Norby and Jordan Westbrook had a ton of home runs last year. But um, you also still have Adley and Gunner. Not and Adley, not Adley Josh, all, but Gunner. All on this line. Well, Ad, yeah, Adley's not a power. But no, but Adley's not on this still, list. Yeah, he is. No, he's not a prospect anymore. He just, he, he's uh, oh, he's just projected lineup, not a prospect. Yeah. Got it. 
Got it. All so right. the best tools are the prospects. Yeah. Right. Got it. You're right. So Gunnar would fall under here. Right. Um, the other one that was just a little surprising is, and I, I don't know, I haven't seen him play a lot. I saw him play a few times with Bowie, but Jordan Westberg, for some reason, I wouldn't think about him as being the best athlete in the Orioles system, but they well, have as the best athlete. But but careful, careful. Isn't that what people used to say about, um about uh, what's his name over at second base? Who's that? I'm blanking. Not Odor. No, 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 no. Back a few years. Jerry Harrison um, Jr.? No, Flaherty. Flaherty. Oh, right, Flaherty. Flaherty. Uh, oh, because yeah. he could play multiple <laughs> positions. Ryan Flaherty was the best athlete because he could play all the positions. Yeah, yeah no, I, I mean, they have Luis Valdez as the fastest runner, and that is like not surprising at all because I think he had like 50 stolen bases last year. Um, right. But, you know, so I think someone like that with like, I would think like a center fielder with super speed as like the best athlete, but they had Jordan Westbrook. So I guess good, good, good on him. Um, yeah. They got DL Hall kind of a notch above Grayson Rodriguez, it seems, as far as the best stuff. And we've seen that's kind of falls in line with what we've seen before is the difference is DL Hall has less control than Grayson Rodriguez has had. Yeah, but that's pretty high praise, right? To say that the best fastball and curveball in the system is DL Hall when you know Grayson Rodriguez has a great fastball. But yeah. to say DL Hall is better, but you're right. Grayson Rodriguez is the guy with best control. And, and I mean, pitching-wise... I don't know if this is concerning. I don't want, you know, um, on the verge to get mad at me if I say the cupboard's bare with pitching. But all, all the best pitching stuff is just two guys. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, I know. So they, I know. they are uh, the, the crap there. Yeah. Let's not talk about that. Yeah. Um, and I love that the best defensive catcher's name is Silas. I'm a fan of that. It came out of last year's draft. Um, but yeah. And also best outfield arm is Kyle Stowers. Um, according to this list. So best outfield arm and best power hitter can't find his way <laughs> in the lineup. So I, I do hope this year, I'm, and they were talking, I, I listened to um, um, Rocco Bacco had a thing, a video. I guess he does that now, a video on Twitter talking about the, what the Orioles will do. And he said the Orioles are actively looking for a left-handed hitting corner outfielder. And the whole time yeah. I'm thinking, that guy's name is Kyle Stowers. He's already on the <laughs> roster. Yeah, he's a power hitter. Yes, and he's left-handed, and he plays the corner outfield positions. He's on the roster, so I, I hope Kyle Stowers gets a legit shot this year to to play in some games. But we'll see. Yeah, that is funny. Um, but it's it also shows you when we talk about the cupboard being bare with pitching, it tells you that's why that's such an important position for the Orioles to go after this offseason. Right, because. I mean, it's the long term move. It's not a one season move. Yeah. Yeah. And and listen, we had some guys who had some outstanding performances this year. Um, Tyler Wells was really good. Dean Kramer was great. Austin Both was really good. But none of those guys have consistent track records of being really good year in and year out. And then we have a, a completely unproven, the major level, Grace Rodriguez, who we think will be great, but like he's never done before. And then we have a DL Hall, a guy who's kind of sporadic. Um, doesn't know if we can get, figure out the control thing. If he figures out the control thing, he'll be great. He'll be right up there with Grace Rodriguez if he can figure out the control. But he hasn't done it yet. And then you also have a guy like Kyle Bradish, who one week looks like the best pitcher in baseball, no hitting the Astros. That the the you know a few games later he can't get an out. So I, I mean we lack consistency with the rotation and and, and lack um. Um, st- stability too, right? Where we can we know these guys can pitch in big games, and so right. I think, I mean, that's why you don't want a, a another. I mean, I'm okay if you bring back a Jordan Lyles, but that can't be the only move because, like, we already, we already have those guys. What we need is someone who can count on to be kind of that top rotation arm, cons- con- consistent track record. You know, he's going to be good. You know, you can slide him in there against kind of these other aces that you go up against um from week to week so yeah i think that's i think that is um you know the more i think about it if there's one thing the world need to do this offseason is get that pitcher get that starter um and then hopefully also get a hitter um but a hitter that can also allow cost hours to play in some baseball games would be ideal yeah we'll see um are you excited at all 
As far as the World Baseball Classic being this year? Oh, no. I haven't really even thought about it at all. Come on. It's the World Cup now. Yeah. Aren't you all excited to go USA? And now we get to roll right into the World uh, Baseball Classic. Did you watch any of the Wales-U.S. soccer match? You mean football? Football. No. Okay. No, I did not. I didn't even know it was happening until after no, it happened. To I don't. Be honest. I think I, I didn't know it was happening. Except I, for, I might have turned it on if <laughs> I was around. Except for right. Except for the 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 uh, soccer team changing their logo, and then um, and then the Qatar banning all beer when Budweiser is the top story. So I <laughs> is the top sponsor. Oh, I didn't know that was. The thing. So I think I think I know more about the. The, uh, the politics of the World Cup than the actual World Cup and what's going on. Oh, yeah. So, no, I, I mean, I watch the World Baseball Classic. I don't even know what the teams look like, who's playing. I assume uh, Dean Kramer will be over there representing the Team Israel, I assume. Yeah. I, I don't know who else gets cho- chosen to play in those games, right? I don't know. But – isn't is it Mullins? Mullins is playing is he? for oh, USA. Oh yeah, they, they made yeah. that announcement. He's playing for USA. That's right. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm going to watch, but I'm not going to center my life around it either. But that's not till March, right. right? That's like spring training time. Yeah, I think it cuts into spring training, yeah. which annoys me as like an Orioles fan that wants my team to focus on the Orioles, 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 Orioles. But I get that it's good for baseball. Yeah, and especially with veterans, I don't think. I mean, Cedric Mullins doesn't really matter if he's there for spring training or not. In fact, him not being there gives more time for Colton Cowser and Kyle Stowers to play. So it might be a good thing. And our new free agent signing, whoever that is. Yeah. So that's a good thing. Hey, Josh, can I ask you a question? Yes. This is going down the rabbit trail a little bit. Um, All right. But just throw this out there because it's happened to me, and I want to know: Do you know? Do you know all your kids' birthdays? Yes. Even Owen. Yeah. You know, you know all their birthdays. December 29th, ninth, uh, twenty thirteen. Okay, and you could go through your other kids and just list them off. Yeah, Emma's March eighth. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah. Well, in my defense, Brooke is uh, July eleventh, and Camden is June second. Okay. In my defense, you've had more birthdays. Do this, my uh, my uh, Flora. Which which kid did you Flora, forget? She had an ear infection, and you know you're young, so you're youngest. Yeah, my youngest. She's only nine months old. She hasn't had a birthday yet. How am I supposed to remember? She hasn't had a birthday yet to mark it on the calendar. Um, but she had an ear infection, and so Emily asked me to go to the you know Kroger to pick it up, and they asked for you know the, what's the birthday, and I gave my birthday. I said no, not your birthday. What's who's the prescription for? What's her birthday? And it was uh, so. What's what's Flora's birthday? And this is embarrassing because I'm clearly the father. I can't admit that I don't know the right. birthday. So do you know what I did? Yeah, you texted your wife. Well, at first I went on Facebook. I tried to find the face, a Facebook, Facebook memories, like you tried to look for a post. Yeah, a Facebook post, and I found one actually. For yeah, but that's not going to give you the exact it, day. No, it doesn't, Josh. So I said the 25th, and they're like, "No, that's not it." January 25th. And, you're like, and I said January 24th. And they said, no, that's said it. And I said January 26th. And they said, no, that's said it. And it was at that moment on the third guess that I got wrong where the lady was just looking at me in total disgust that I said, just hold a minute. Hold on a minute. And I texted Emily, the birthday. And then she responded. <laughs> I can't believe they let you say it. Five, guessed five or six guesses. Yeah. Then it happened to I me mean, twice. Also, this is embarrassing. We were at a thing called a little monkey Joe's a play area up here. And you wear a wristband. So they know when you're leaving that yeah, like a, tra- like that a trampoline park type thing. Yeah. yeah, and and my daughter took off her wristband. This is a different daughter. Um, yeah, she's crazy. Yeah, and it was bothering her. You know? uh-huh. And then when they were leaving, they're like, "Well, where's her wristband?" I was like, "Well, she just took it off." And I was like, "Well, what's her birthday?" And I was like, <laughs> "You put God on the spot here, guys. I, I do. I'm not sure." Um, and they said, "Can right. you at least tell the year she was born?" <laughs> It's like, it's like she's how's that like I think she's three you, and you do the math for me uh what does that make 2019 i think um you can guess the year but the fact that she's hanging on you saying daddy yeah, isn't good enough it was just funny um you know i had a um but i should learn my kids I, birth. I i know them now i've i've memorized them i know them 
I, I put, I shouldn't share this, but I put like to log into my computer. It's my son's birthday. Like I'm doing these things to force me to like memorize these birthdays. You got you got to get like tattoos on like your inner wrist. Yeah, or maybe, yeah, maybe as a sign of like love, but really so, it's just there so yeah. I can get out of my exactly. shows without being harassed. Right, right. And so, pick up I had a, uh, I had a little uh, doctor run in this week as well. Okay. What well, well, end with doctor talk on the podcast? I love it. On doctor talk yeah. because I I haven't I haven't shared with you yet that Thursday night or Friday morning, whatever you call it, like three in the morning. I woke up thinking I was dying. Oh, no. I woke up thinking I was having a heart attack. And my I couldn't breathe. My chest is pounding. My blood pressure oh, was, was through gonna, the roof. I was going to say uh, kidney stones or something, but this is not it. No. No. This is something I've never experienced before. It wasn't. It was like this stab in pain to the point that I then I took Advil and I passed out. Was your first thought when you thought you had a heart attack? Like, I'm never going to get to see an Orwell's World Series. I think that would be my first thought. <laughs> <laughs> um it um it's interesting many thoughts go through your head when you're laying there thinking you're dying yeah. so then and the next morning i go to urgent care and urgent care doesn't open till nine which is ridiculous because it's urgent care it should be open 24 hours but they didn't open till it's, nine it's only urgent if it's at least nine so in i did the morning. right if it's so i did a virtual call so i did a virtual visit with my doctor at 8 15 yeah. and my doctor wasn't available so i got some substitute doctor and he didn't think it was that big of a deal. He's like, I'll just rest, whatever. Yeah. COVID, rest. But no, I, I, still, I still felt like I was dying. So I went to urgent care. And here's what, and the urgent care guy checks me out. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. He goes, and he says to me, well, you might be having a heart attack. And he said, so you need to go to the emergency room. Okay. So one guy says not a big deal. One guy says heart attack. Okay. Right. So then I'm like, That's right. I, get I'm opinion like I don't. So I said, I don't want to go to the emergency room. Like. So I said, it's going to cost money. It's a lot of money. And the other guy didn't think it was a big deal. Oh, and, and the guy yeah. the guy looks me square in the face. I've never had a doctor this serious to me where he's like, I'm telling you, you need to go to the emergency room. And he said, but I understand you're not wanting to go. So he's like, here, I'm going to give you this antibiotic and this steroid. In one hour, if you are feeling the exact same or worse, you must go to the emergency room. So I went home. I took oh, I took the medicine. I went home. I fell asleep. Right. I woke up a couple hours later. I was feeling just slightly better. Yeah. A little bit better. Yeah. So I said, "All right, good. No heart attack. I don't need to go to the emergency room." He he then told me that I need to sleep the entire weekend. There could be an argument so here made about the wretchedness of our health system that this conversation is even happening, but yeah. I'll see that for another day. Well, I want to get my Twitter people back on my side. By yeah, talking about the situation yeah. of our health system. But okay, go ahead. Right. When the whole reason I'm not going, when the doctors tell me to go to the emergency room, but I'm not because I don't want to spend $10,000. Exactly. There, there's a problem. Yes. There. I, yes. That's why I'm, I was curled up in pain, not being able to breathe, but I was trying to delay the emergency room. Yeah. Um, thankfully, I kept taking the medicine and I have one more day of the medicines and like the pain finally stopped on Sunday and it was horrible, but it was not a heart attack. So what was it? It was apparently heartburn. What, what, is, what are you doing here? No, no. Apparently, it was stress-induced inflammation on my lungs and like chest cavity. Hmm. Something they said it was based. They said it's because of stress. Are you dealing with high stress me, right now? Um, yeah, work's extremely stressful. I can't go into details on the podcast, but work has been extremely stressful. Is this about that the past couple is, months? Did you? Are you in? Did you? Did he offer to give you a hundred Taylor Swift tickets, and you're already paid for the Taylor Swift tickets, and you're waiting for him to deliver them? Is that is that oh, yeah. the situation again? That's, that's season two of my uh, friend friend that scammed me update. Yeah. Guys, I got a PlayStation update. I said it'd be all okay without the Playstations if we got the Taylor Swift. Tickets. That's right. <laughs> no, this friend was. You do know. But anyway, it's all good. I'm all okay. good. That's good. That's good. Moment. I'm glad you didn't actually have a heart attack. I assume you did and, it because. This is the first time I've never it. had a yeah. no, and I've never had a doctor give me steroids, and I've been taking them, and it clears me up, and I feel great. Okay, and of course, I finally get to take steroids, and softball's canceled this week for yeah, Thanksgiving. Well, it's probably better off because you probably have one game, and then you'd be tested in the next game after you hit a couple. <laughs> exactly, then you're screwed. Right. So, all right. Well, I'm, that, I'm that, glad that you didn't my, have a heart my track. weekend. No, my weekend was a lot of sleeping. Yeah, and. uh yeah. And that's, so we'll see. I would imagine, I've been getting a little stressed lately, and I got a little eye twitch thing happening. You ever did the eye twitch? 
I've been there. I've been at the eye twitch. I'm at the eye twitch level now. So I'm not at the the whatever you said where your lungs collapse. I've, I've never I've never been stage. into the heart attack stage. Yeah, I've never been there. Yeah, but but like when like you tell yourself like you notice your eye twitch, you're like just chill out. But like that just makes it just twitch more. Like it's hard to yeah, yeah. tell yourself to not be stressed about something. It's just kind no. Of if it, if it's like it's like if you have an anxiety or panic yeah, attack, you and you're telling yourself, "Hey, it's no big deal," and it just yeah, makes it just things makes, worse because you're thinking about it more, and then it just makes it worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, what would ease your stress, Josh? Is some baseball or some? I bet, I bet a a, a Jacob Degrom signing would ease ease that stress. <laughs> of course, it would. Well, Michael Elias saved please. this man's life by signing Jake Degrom. Yeah. Selling some more uh, Birdland shirts would help as oh, well. Oh, there you go. You you can save a life too, Birdland. <laughs> I had some people buy some Christmas ornaments this week while I was. Uh, it'd be it was nice this weekend. Like I said, I'd be sleeping constantly. Yeah. And um, different. A lot of that was sleeping in the car, but I'd wake up and check my phone, and sleeping it'd be like, oh, another. Yeah, well, different story. We'll get to that another okay. day. I have a lot of well, questions what, here. What, what, wife had a big show up in Georgia, so we had to go to Georgia. But she didn't want to leave me behind because everyone thought I was dying. Okay. So I got dragged. So I went along and I just slept outside the car, outside the venue. All right. All right. Because if I got to sleep, who cares where? Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. But newly married and now you're sleeping in cars. I'm just, we'll get to all this right. when I come down for Thanksgiving. Yeah. I, I think we'll sleep get to Sleep in cars during the day and bed at night. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was cool to wake up and see like some Christmas shirts sell and some other things because there's still lots of stuff on there. To get great Christmas gifts over at BirdlandSports.com. Yeah, so look at that. Josh was mid heart attack. Woke up, <laughs> got a little joy in his life from seeing that you bought an ornament. Yeah, and then passed back out. So now, next time we'll go. You know, if you really want to talk about my t-shirt stores, we'll talk to the political side of my t-shirt stores. And, Is there uh, a political side? Some of that oh, another right, time. Okay. Well, I launched I launched another shirt brand that's Christian shirts. Yeah, but that's not political. It's and Christian. it just, I didn't think it was political either. But let's just say, like, I launch a Facebook page, and Facebook suspends it. Uh-huh. And I launch an Etsy page. Etsy suspends it. I say, all right, I'm going to get a Facebook ad. And they say, you can't do ads. And it's the exact same stuff as all my Birdland stuff, except that Birdland, I rip off the Orioles' logos. On this you rip off Jesus' logos, and they won't allow that. On Christian sites, there's no, it's all custom artwork that I came up with myself, but it has Bible verses in it. And every, every website bans I, it. I can't figure I it out. I bet if they were satanic verses, you would be allowed to post them. I don't know. I don't know. It's driving me crazy. But Birdland Sports is up and running 20% off all this week. Go check yeah, that check out. out. All right, boys and girls. Thanks for listening for another. Oh, and I also wanted to throw this out real quick at the end. I just finished this. Josh, you need to read these books. You get Owen to read these books. I'm reading with Silas. This one's called The Atlanta Alibi. And yeah. there's mysteries that take place in every ballpark across baseball. So next we're going to read the one about Camden oh. Yards. This one's about Atlanta. Um, so it takes place in Truist Park. Someone stole Hank Aaron's ball and bat from their little statue area. Please please say the mystery in Camden Yards is the power went out. <laughs> I don't know. It's called the Baltimore Bandit. They're real big into the alliterations. But I hope they have right. the library tomorrow because we just finished that book and I'm getting another one. All right, that's awesome. I, I definitely want to check that out for Owen. Yeah, it's a little bit above size level, but they're so good. That's great. Owen's a little older. Yeah, so that would be good. Awesome. All right, um, so that's my that's our book talk for the week. All right. All right, boys and girls. Thank- All right. Yeah, go ahead. Any go? No, I was just going to say have a good Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm coming down to you, Josh, driving to you yeah. tomorrow. Um, yep. Yeah, and I'll be hanging out with you and the parents Thanksgiving. I don't know how everyone's going to fit around the Thanksgiving table. Not, it's not know. our problem. I don't know. Not my problem. I don't know how they're going to they cook everything it. in a little tiny kitchen. Not but my problem. We could all we could host it in our house. Yeah, but maybe next year. Yeah, you could host it in my house. Maybe next year. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, Gigi and Pop Up run things around this place. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow me. Wrap it up, wrap it up before we start going off topic about GG and Pop-Up. Follow me on Twitter while Twitter still exists, right? At Section336. You can follow Josh on Twitter. At Josh Taroka. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's. And go Ravens.
This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. It never dawned on me how much walking I used to do until I bought a house in the suburbs. Like when I'd say, I'm going for coffee. Of course I was walking. But now it's like three miles and no lattes worth that. I find myself inviting people on walks with me like it's a scheduled activity. This morning, my neighbor asked me what I'm doing, and I actually said, I'm going for a walk with Nancy. Anyway, when you save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto, that's the easy part of adjusting to the suburbs. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers.